0: Today we're going to be continuing our exploration into the heart of Christian service. And uh, Warren Wiersbe uh, was at a conference a number of years ago, and he said that the um, the speaker made a statement, and I quote, I've had 21 years experience in serving the Lord, end of quote. And uh, Warren Wiersbe's friend who was sitting next to him whispered in his ear, he's really had... Three years experience, seven times. He changes ministry so much that he rubber stamps his name on the stationery. Now, granted, there are many people that are strictly bridge builders. That uh, they may be troubleshooters. Uh, they stay in a job just long enough to clear out the debris, to, to clean up the problems, and to uh, turn it over, get it ready to turn it over to the next worker. But Whether you're a pastor or a church officer, camp counselor, uh, administrator, whatever your ministry is in in a uh, Christian uh, capacity, uh, there's something noble and very enriching about hanging in there and uh, seeing things through, staying with the job. Because that kind of attitude is not only good for the work, it's also good for the worker. Why? Because staying with the job helps you grow and get ready for the next job. Orison Sweat Martin made a very profound statement, and I quote, Make every occasion a great occasion, for you can never tell when someone may be taking your measure for a larger place, end of quote. And now that, uh, again, is a very profound statement. And what we're going to be today doing today is we're, we're going to take that statement, and we're going to look at four points, four implications from that quote, and uh, we're going to uh, we're entitling the message today how GMP may lead to movement. So let's go over the four implications. Number one, our work is supposed to make us grow. Number two, we're always being measured. Number three, each job prepares us for the next one. And number four, the Lord may move us when He sees we're ready. So you see how we got the title GMP growth measurement preparation may lead to movement if the Lord sees that we're ready. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to look at this today uh just as a uh, a backup as far as biblical text backup for uh the movement, the number 4 implication or point uh Jesus said, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Now you see, we should be growing as as service, in service to our Lord, uh, we should be growing. And if our service for the Lord doesn't uh, make us grow, then two things may be true. Either we're in the wrong place, or we may have the wrong attitude toward the, towards the right place. And both these uh, both these truths are tragic. But being miserable in your place of Christian service doesn't necessarily indicate that you're wrong, in the wrong place. So you don't want to be too quick to back out, uh, because that's what could happen. Uh, you could be very miserable, and you don't really know why. But you figure immediately your first uh, your first thought is that you're in the wrong place. Why am I here? So you don't want to judge to that conclude jump to that conclusion, uh, and you don't want to judge the situation. So you don't want to be too quick to back out. You see, because God may have put you there for your good as well as for the good of the work. He may have some unfinished business, something unfinished in your life. Um, that he needs to accomplish uh, and he cannot move you until that job is accomplished, till his work is accomplished in your life. So that's very important and you know I don't know most people, I shouldn't say most people but a lot of people, myself included, we like to be comfortable in what we're doing and uh, we may not like changes or surprises um, and you may not have a big comfort zone, but I guarantee you it's probably well protected. And what the Lord will do in many cases is He'll take down our defenses and, and make sure that they're, that, that they're down. And Because um, He doesn't want us to get too accustomed to the challenge or too comfortable with the work. Because what happens is when, when we get too comfortable with the work, we'll stop growing. And then we have a a uh, our work becomes commonplace, and uh, the quality will suffer. And uh, as, as as a result, we don't grow. And um, the more difficult the task, or the difficulty of the task that God gives us, is one of His loving gifts for our maturity. You know, Henry Kaiser, who was an American industrialist. Uh, and he had factories uh, in World War II um, producing ships. Uh, he made a, a very uh, enlightening statement also, and I'm going to quote here. He said that problems are only opportunities in work clothes, end a quote. So what the Lord may do is when he sees us mentally wearing pajamas and a bathrobe, he may start shaking things up so that we'll get changed, change our clothes and get to work. And, um, you see, we need the work more than the work needs us. Christian service is supposed to make us grow, and it will if we're in the right place with the right attitude. And uh, number two, we're always being measured. God is measuring us, and people are measuring us. And, uh, other people can make mistakes and we can make mistakes when it comes to measuring Christian service. Uh, many Christian workers are prone to think more highly of themselves than they should, uh, like it says in Romans twelve three, or less highly. And if we think too highly of ourselves, we, we can, uh, let pride, um, seep in there. And, uh, And then we'll start pushing our way into what we think is a more important place. And if we think less highly, then uh, we can get discouraged and want to quit. And both of these attitudes are wrong. So, the bottom line is that the Lord is the only one who can accurately measure both us and our work. But you know, an important point is, He doesn't always tell us what He thinks. And, um... John the Baptist, as he was languishing in Herod's uh, dungeon, uh, we see the record in Matthew 11, 1-19, he was sure he'd been a failure. And uh, more than once, Moses wanted to quit uh, because he was sure he couldn't stand another day of listening to those people complain and complain and complain. Uh, So when God wants to encourage you, encourage me, encourage us, he may let us know, uh, to let us know that we're measuring up. He sometimes will prompt us, uh, he may prompt people just to say thank you. Uh, and that thank you may have diff- uh, many different forms. It could be through a letter, it might be a personal thank you, it might be email, it might be a text message, whatever it is. Um, but it's, a, it's the Lord's way of, of getting a message to you to know that you're on the right track. And... Um, you, as as a recipient of that thank you, you want to be thankful. You want to be thankful for honest expressions of gratitude. And very importantly, you want to accept them humbly as from the Lord and give God the credit. But that's very important because some people don't know how to accept thanks. And some people will go the other route and will take the thanks as a, a prideful Kind of a, in a prideful stride, and uh, instead of giving God the credit, so you want to be humble and you want to be thankful. Sometimes the Lord will encourage you with a very special answer to prayer, uh, and it's it's His way of saying I like what you're doing and I'm seeing and what I'm seeing in your life. And when that happens, you'll find yourself believing like the Jews after their deliverance from the enemy. Uh, Psalm 126, 1 to 2, We were like those who dream, and our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Now, all this is good stuff, but you have to be prepared you got to be prepared for a super attack from the enemy. Because guess what? Satan doesn't like it when God's people are encouraged. Pure and simple. So, you know, it's good to know this because then you can be prepared for it. And when you're prepared for it, you can overcome it. If you're totally unprepared for it, then uh, the attack may drive you from the actual job that you're doing um, and it can take many different... uh, it could come in through many different uh, ways and uh, you don't want to have it happen so you want to be prepared for an attack. So when you get those words of encouragement or that special answer to prayer and then all of a sudden things turn for the worse, hang in there knowing that the attack is from the enemy. And then what what i like to do is say hey this is great because now i know i'm on the uh, it's like a, a it's like a confirmation uh that you're on the right track because you got the good from god you got the bad from satan so you absolutely know you're on the right track uh another evidence that you've been measured and approved by the lord is the opening of new doors of opportunity If you've been faithful with a few things, God will give you more things. And of course, what that means is more work. But God has measured you and he's sure you can handle it. So, um, there's nothing better than when you're in in ministry to watch faithful servants grow and expand in their ministry to the glory of God. It's one of the few rewards of, of getting older. And it's, it's, again, when we're in ministry, anybody under your uh, realm of responsibility, anybody who uh, is under your uh, ministry, under you, your leadership, uh, they should grow in their ministry uh, as a result of being part of your ministry. They should grow in their life, I should say. You know, their ministry should grow what they do, their lives should be enriched by serving the Lord under your ministry. And if it's not, then there's something wrong there. Um, The important thing is that we do our work and and that we don't waste too much time measuring ourselves. People who do their best always do more, though they be haunted by the sense of Failure. And that's a quote by Scottish minister George Morrison. Be good and true, he says. Be patient. Be undaunted. Leave your usefulness to God to estimate. He will see to it that you do not live in vain. So don't measure yourselves. Let, let God take care of that. So we've covered two points from, uh, two implications, two points from that quote. And uh, the third point is that each job prepares us for the next one. And uh, the Bible contains many uh, examples of this principle. Joseph was, a faith, was faithful as a servant, and God promoted him to being second ruler in Egypt. Joshua was faithful as Moses' helper, so God appointed him Moses' successor. David was faithful as a shepherd, and God made him king of Israel. Now, we may not all become powerful rulers, but the principle is still the same. The principle still applies. Each job prepares us for the next job, whatever that job is that God will call us to do. There is a warning that we have to put forth at this point, though. God's servants must never use their assignments as temporary stepping stones for something greater. I'll say that one again because this is really important. God's servants must never use their assignments as temporary stepping stones for something greater. There's no place in God in the Lord's work for what is called pyramid climbers who are so anxious to get to the top that they forget that exaltation comes neither from the west, uh, the east, nor the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. Psalm 75, 6 through 7. And uh, this is true in the private industry as well. Uh, you know, we're calling it pyramid climbers here, there. It's uh, 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 career ladder climbers, however you want to put it. And it's it's cutthroat out there, believe me, it's cutthroat. For anybody who works in private industry, it's cutthroat. So if you ever find yourself promoting yourself for a promotion, then uh, it's a good idea to uh, get into the the Bible. Uh, A good record is in Esther and uh, take a look at Haman. uh, Because God wants us to be ambitious, but we have to be sure that it's godly ambition. And that leads us to the fourth point. The Lord may move us when he sees we're ready. And and again, he may move us. He doesn't have to move us. Uh, Sometimes he lets his workers remain where they are so that he can do a special work in them and through them. Because the size of the work isn't necessarily the remarkable thing. It's the kind of work God wants accomplished that counts. Uh, and don't come away from this message with the idea that staying in one place of service for a long time is necessarily an easy thing to do, because it's not. Most ministries, and this again, this goes uh, for, for careers outside in private industry, out there in the world. Uh, most ministries are better off when new people come in on the scene. They op- uh, the windows are open and, and a breath of fresh air is let in. You see, that's, again, outside on the job. Uh, you have an operation. What happens is you, you become so accustomed to it that you fail to see. You fail to see more changes that could be made or more improvements that be, can, can be made because you've been there so long. So, what happens is, uh, uh, someone replaces you, comes in with a new, fresh set of eyes, and they can see something you didn't, and then further change can be made. And that's what happens in ministry as well. So, someone could come in, and, uh, it's like letting a breath of fresh air in. So, it's not an easy thing to, uh, stay on the job for a long time. And, People in church is a dangerous. Uh, here's a dangerous thing that could come out of this: is that a Sunday school teacher, which is very. That's one of the most prominent ones, or a church officer. You can actually become an institution if you're not careful. So it, it takes a very special person to be able to stay in the same ministry for a long time and not stifle the creativity of others or hinder the changes that need to be made. Because what happens, you start having, it's your domain, it's your kingdom, it's like, yeah, whatever you do is right and nobody else can do anything right or nobody else can make changes, nobody else can make improvements or suggest improvements because, hey, I've been here this long, this is how it is. So you don't want to let that happen. You don't want to stifle the creativity of others or hinder the changes that need to be made. You have to keep growing. And your people have to keep growing. And you must stay in touch with the new generation so you don't develop a smothering, good old days outlook on things. I like that one. So you want to avoid that. The smothering, good old days outlook on things. And when it comes to moving his servants, God's plan is never wrong. And his timing is never off. Here's a good one. Here's a real good one. Write this one down. Write this one down for sure. I've already have. Sometimes he moves us to a bigger place, but he may move us to a smaller place that we're supposed to make bigger. Wow. Is that eye opening or what? Sometimes he moves us to a bigger place, but he may prove he may move us to a smaller place that we're supposed to make bigger. Now that's very very profound. And you see some sometimes we can get so caught up, <coughs> excuse me, in trying to get to a bigger church or a bigger ministry that we fail to see the importance of being in a smaller church or a smaller ministry that it's our job that God's entrusting us to help make bigger. Wow. That's really eye-opening. And again, I say write that down. I've written it down in more than one place. Believe me, it's really a big, profound statement. I love that one. Um, He may put us in a situation where we feel totally unprepared and in which we aren't at all comfortable. That goes to what we were talking about before, about our comfort zone. When you're in your comfort zone, you don't grow if you become too comfortable. And when we're unprepared, see, that what I'm pre- when we feel unprepared, that's a good thing. Because that means we now have room to grow. We are in the environment of change when we feel unprepared. And the other good thing is that you will give God the glory, God the credit for everything that you accomplish because you know that it's him working through you. It's not because of your experience or anything else because you are not comfortable. You are not you don't feel totally in control. You feel unprepared and that's the growth that you're feeling. the the, the environment of growth is what you're feeling and uh God does that a lot of times so that we will know absolutely that it's Him working through us. So again, that's really, really important as well. So anyway, I'd um, uh, I'd write down what I take out of this message. I'd write down that quote of Marzin: make every occasion a great occasion for you can never tell when someone may be taking your measure for a larger place. I would write down... Um, I would write down, again, uh, sometimes God moves us to a bigger place, but he may move us to a smaller place that we're supposed to make bigger. I'd write that one down, too. And I'd also write down the statement about when we feel unprepared and in a situation we're not at all comfortable, that's the environment of growth. So, important. This, I, I loved uh, preparing for that. This comes at a time in my life that I really needed to like hear this, and that's what God has been doing in my life with this exploration into the Heart of Christian Service. And part of the reason I've done this is because I needed to really get into the depth of why I want to serve, why I am serving, uh, how I could serve God and always give Him the credit To know, absolutely know that my heart is right and that I'm not serving out of pride. And that's the whole purpose of this series, this exploration. And it starts with me uh, studying, going into this uh, with uh, Warren uh, Warren Wearsby's guidance and help on this. to actually look at service of ministry and getting the right heart to serve. This, I believe, is every, every ministry, uh, as part of leadership, this should be um, part of it. And uh, that's where I first got actually a taste of it, was um, in Christian ministry, where the pastor um, had us uh, go over uh, Pastor Wiersbe's book And we actually discussed things. And uh, that's that's what really got me thinking and going on this. So anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed this message. Again, the title, How GMP May Lead to Movement. It's uh, How Growth Measurement Preparation May Lead to Movement. So anyway, Tony Mangone signing off. Have a great and blessed day. God bless.